From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. The American Academy of Pediatrics says babies need to be placed to sleep on their backs to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome during the first year of life. But supervised playtime on the tummy every day is recommended for developmental reasons. So here to talk about this is Assistant Professor of Physical Therapy, Dr. Aaron Wentz. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So let's talk, what, what is tummy time? So tummy time is the deliberate placement of the baby on his or her tummy for exercise and developmental reasons. And it's supervised? It is supervised, and it's when baby is awake. Okay, and when baby's awake, and when starting at what age? So you really want to start tummy time as soon as the baby is born, as long as they're medically stable. And early tummy time can be done, for example, on the parent's chest because the baby is most familiar and most comfortable around their parent. So by placing them on their chest, they can smell their parent, they can hear their parent when they lift their head up, they're close enough to see their parent. So that's a really good way to start nice and early. And this is when they're starting to learn to lift their head, mm-hmm. right? So very early. Yep. And so, when, for example, when a baby's first born, they're often placed directly on the chest of their parent, their mother. Um, And that's a great way to continue. The other thing about that is that the parent can um, sit up, sit more upright or lay back progressively more to make it a little bit more harder um, for the infant. So why is this important for babies? So not only is it important to strengthen the extensor muscles of the neck and the trunk and to help to develop the shoulder girdle, but it's also very important because it promotes a vantage point that stimulates environmental exploration. And by looking and then eventually exploring our environment and interacting with objects in our environment, that's how babies learn. So for example, if they're placed on their backs, we have lots of great positioners these days to put our babies in, but most of them keep the baby on their back. So when they're on their back, they're looking up at the ceiling. And in our gravitational system, Uh, ceiling exploration is not really feasible. So in order to explore our environment, we need to be able to see it and be motivated to explore it. So by placing the baby on on their tummies, they can see what's around them and that motivates them to want to explore and interact and that prompts learning, amongst other things. Okay, amongst other things. I I can see where motor development... Um, you know, it kind of makes sense, but it, that's tied to social and la- other exactly, things, right? You're exactly right. So, for example, if an infant is on their tummy peering, uh, viewing what's near them, so let's say they see a really cool rattle not too far in front of them. So that prompts them to figure out what they need to do with their body to obtain that rattle. And that is um, developing their cognitive abilities. So they're problem solving. They're learning to persevere and stick with a task until they achieve it. Then once they obtain the rattle, then they want to talk about it in their way, of course, but they want to interact with those that they're most familiar with. So that promotes not only their language development, but their social development. So if we can't explore our environment and interact with objects, then that's how the other systems are negatively impacted by lack of motor development. Oh, that's interesting. Neat. Well, um, how much tummy time is needed? So that's kind of where um, the research has um, 
not stopped, but stagnated a little bit. We know the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that tummy time be done every day for developmental reasons, as you described at the beginning, but we, they don't give a specific dosage requirement. Mm -hmm. So in my earliest work, I tasked families that participated in the study to do 90 minutes, accumulate 90 minutes over the course of the day. Not a solid 90 no, no, minutes, no. but a Yeah, there's not a lot of babies that could do okay. 90 minutes, but that was really based on very um, scant research available at that time on how much was enough. We do know that babies that do more do better, but we just, we don't have um, a specific amount as of tummy time that should be done that we're recommending yet. So that's actually what my current study is. Okay. So what advice do you give for new parents now? I mean, if they uh, try tummy time with their baby, um, will the baby tell them when they're done? <laughs> Pretty much. That's really? a really good question. So... Back in the day before babies slept on their, uh, their tummy, I mean on their backs, they slept on their tummy. So for example, when my kids who are older um, were born, my doctor advised me to put them on their tummies to sleep. So tummy time wasn't a thing then because they were used to being on their tummies from the beginning. So now with these very important sleep recommendations, and they have done a fabulous job of dramatically reducing the incidence of SIDS. Um, so the, the sleep recommendations need to stay in place, but what's happened is that parents are, are a little bit hesitant to put their babies on their tummies because of this sort of in the back of their mind notion of sudden infant death syndrome, even though awake time on the tummy is not a, is not a risk factor for SIDS. And because baby's not used to being on their tummy from the beginning, when they are placed on their tummy, it's hard for them and they get mad and complain like we do. Like if, if I said to you, Amber, I want you to do 100 push-ups, like you do a few and you'd be like, okay, Aaron, I'm done. <laughs> right. So it's, that's a little bit analogous. Um, so the advice would be to start right away at first medical stability and to do some of that chest tummy time um, to make it less um, noxious. Okay. <laughs> and to make, and to, so it's, it needs to be a gradual buildup because as they get stronger, it gets easier. As they see the benefit because their vision's coming into play and they're starting to see things that they want to um, get involved with, then they're going to be more and more motivated. So that's why it's an accumulation. And you're exactly right. Baby will start to complain when they've had enough. Um, so you can use your baby's cues, but you want to try to accumulate, um, what we're thinking now, um, is around 60 minutes until the time at which your baby can transition in and out of sitting independently, because then they can put themselves in and out. They of can do their time. own tummy. Yeah. Time. So then right. you don't have to impose it. And that's, that's when everything is really rosy. Well, do you look, um, do you tell parents to kind of look at this as pl playtime where they can be down on the floor too? And or? that's a great way um, to um, get everybody involved and to help baby buy in a little bit more. So if, if siblings are on the floor, if mom and dad are on the floor and you're right there um, looking at each other and um, engaging in things that are, are already fun, singing, um, manipul fun manipulatives, then um, again, you're doing a better cell job for, the, for baby to want to stick with the activity. You can also intersperse um, rhythmic movement, music, mirrors, um, all 
kinds of things to make it a little bit more palatable in the early stages. But I think parents will find if they keep it um, top of mind and really kind of persevere in those early days when, when baby may be pushing back a little bit, that they'll find that, that it pays off because their baby then is self-motivated to be in this position and it gets easier and easier. So if baby initially is not seeming very interested, <laughs> stick with it. Definitely stick okay. with it and try to, you know, do those um, manageable amounts of time and to do all the fun things they know to do, singing, you know, rhythmic movement. They Again, doing as much on their chest as they need to to kind of get through okay. that first period. Well, now you've been involved in researching um, tummy time. Are there things that you've learned from it already? And then I also want to ask you about the project that you're getting started on. Sure, sure. So my initial work, um, I looked at the impact of this 90 minutes accumulation of tummy time um, on both a cohort of infants that were typically developing and in a cohort of infants with Down syndrome. Because um, as a pediatric physical therapist, I work a lot with children with developmental disabilities. Um, and what we found in both cohorts was that the, mo the motor developmental trajectory of babies that did this sort of systematic tummy time and those that didn't, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that they didn't do any tummy time. It just means that they weren't in this sort of systematic, really trying for this 90 minutes every day where it was top of mind. Um, their motor trajectories were significantly different for both cohorts of infants. Additionally, the infants with um, typical development had a significantly different body composition trajectory. So what's, what we're currently thinking is that babies that don't do enough tummy time, not only uh, will their motor development um, be delayed, but they um, are at a higher risk for obesity because they're, in, they're positioned more in these sort of passive positions or, or positions that don't promote activity. Hmm. And in terms of our physical activity levels, those habits are actually formed in infancy. And those habits that we form in infancy tend to stick with us through childhood, through adolescence, and into adulthood. Wow. So it really underlines the importance of... Um, promoting good habits very, very, very early, like as soon as possible. So that's another reason why it's really important. So tell me about the study that you've got underway now, because you're looking for people to yes, sign up. Yes, I would love to have um, some more families participate. So we're um, currently looking at, a, at recruiting a large normative sample. So that would be infants with typical development that are between zero and eight weeks of age when they enter the study. And they um, we don't want them um, to be more than uh, born earlier than 37 weeks gestation because then we introduce prematurity perhaps into the equation and we want to um, just look at the impacts of tummy time without the prematurity effect okay. on top of that. Okay. Um, and what we do is we um, randomize them into one of three dosage groups. The first dosage group is zero to 30 minutes. The second dosage group is 31 to 60 minutes, and the third dosage group is 61 minutes and above. And we ask the families to do their best to accumulate that much deliberate tummy time when baby is awake each day from the time that they enter the study until the time that the baby can independently transition in and out of sitting. 
and then we follow them with a home visit from study entry through age 18 months. And we're looking to develop that longitudinal motor trajectory. So how is a baby that's doing each of these three dosage developing? Because what we wanna do is come then at the end, compare those, the curves from each of the groups. And that way we can get a better idea of how much tummy time we should be recommending. I really feel like in the, in the absence of specific recommendations, Families don't know when to begin. They don't know how much to do. What's a lot to me might be very different to you. So if I say, Amber, you and your baby do do some tummy time every day, you might be going, oh, I ro I'm a rock star. Like I'm doing 10 minutes every day where, you know, me having raised my babies a while ago, I might be thinking, oh, she's probably gonna do at least 60 minutes. So that's why I think it's very important to have very specific guidelines. Well, and to find out too, is, any, is it detrimental to do too much? No, okay. no. There's no, there's, no, there's no reason that awake tummy time would have negative effects on a baby. No okay. known reasons, yeah. Interesting. So people can get involved in this or find more information by sending an email to your email address, which is w-e-n-t-z-e. Uh, at upstate.edu, correct? Yep, that's, that's the best way, way to reach you? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, my guest has been Upstate Assistant Professor of Physical Therapy, Dr. Aaron Wentz. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.